welcome back to part of our coverage of the NBA playoffs. And uh, things are heating up. We have two game sevens in the East and two series that are finished in the West. Before we get to that, we got to talk about some news around the association this week. Um, we got Kimball Walker and some picks traded to the Thunder for Al Horford and some picks to the Celtics. This move was purely to get picks for the Thunder. They plan to move Kimball Walker around. Um, Sam, uh, does it, it really makes you think that uh, the uh, Hornets need to get rid of Kimball Walker. And uh, what do you think about the Thunder trying to stockpile all these picks? They have three first-round picks in this upcoming draft. Uh, do you think this strategy could work out for them? Um, it definitely could, but it really depends on the talent coming out of the NCAA. That's exactly right. Um, as more questions, you know, looming over, it's going to go to the G League or overseas as uh, college basketball continues to see one and duns. Um, but uh, we'll see how things shake out. Um, but an interesting point was made to me uh, by my dad. We were talking about it, and uh, because there wasn't that great of um, you know, coaching interaction between the players in college basketball this year. I don't think the talent's going to be that great coming out of this class. Obviously, you got Katie Cunningham and, uh, you know, a bunch of guys from the G League. But uh, we'll see how they shake out. Um, but speaking of rookies, our guy, the Hornet, LaMelo Ball, wins Rookie of the Year and uh, a dominating performance in the voting. Uh, Sam, uh, do you think this was a well-deserved uh, award? It was definitely well-deserved. Um, I think that it would have been a shock had uh, – had uh, any other rookie won. Um, so they definitely made the right decision on this one. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, he is only the third Hornet ever to win the award, joining Emeka Okafor and Larry Johnson in the first since Emeka won it all the way back in 2005. Um, but in other news, you got Chris Paul has been placed on the COVID protocol. We do not know if he has his vaccine yet. He's just under contact tracing right now. Could be out uh, for the first couple of games of the Western Conference Finals, but that is uh, yet to be seen. And uh, along with hit that, you got Kawhi Leonard going down with a knee injury. Um, you know, we do not know. Some people have reported it's an ACL tear that has not been confirmed. It's just known as a knee sprain as of right now. Um, but we'll continue to update you, obviously, uh, when our next episode comes out on Tuesday. But let's start talking about this basketball. And we got a great series with the Sixers and the Hawks. The Hawks make a huge comeback in Game 5, being down by like 26 points in uh, the start of the third quarter. Come all the way back. But the Sixers hold on in Game 6. Uh, with the lights going out, it kind of felt like a, a dramatic moment. felt like the Hawks were going to pull away, but the Sixers hang tough. Uh, and they forced a Game 7 on Sunday. Trey Young's sporting cast was awful in that Game 6, Sam. Um, the defense was pretty bad as well, as the 76ers shot 20 free throws in the last seven minutes of the game. Um, so, Sam, i got a question for you. Game seven, uh, can Trey Young, can he really carry this team? Or do you think uh, it's got to be more of a team effort? Uh, so if you're the coach of the Atlanta Hawks, uh, do you put the ball in Trey Young's hand at, at all times? You're trying to win with a team effort here. Um, I think you got to go with Trey Young as much as I hate to say it. Um, but he has just dominated um, not only this series, but the playoffs overall. So I think you just got to keep it in Trey Young's hands. All right, well, that Game 7 will be tomorrow night. I believe that is at uh, 8 o'clock on uh, ABC. But um, a great game to watch. Obviously, you know, Hawks have made plenty of comebacks in the series. They've won two games in Philadelphia. So we that one, see how that one shakes out. But uh, certainly will be exciting. Uh, always love to see a Game 7 in the NBA. 
speaking of another game seven we got, we got the Nets and the Bucks. Kevin Durant is the first player to ever put up 45, 15, and 10 in a game. He puts up 49 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists as the Nets win game five. The ultimate performance with James Harden hobbling. He is still hobbling. He's more of a decoy at this point. Um, but however, due to great defense in Game 6, the Bucks they force a Game 7 tonight. Tyree Irving is out. Uh, James Harden is struggling. Sam, can Kevin Durant do it again, or do you like the Bucks uh, to win this Game 7? Um, I think i got to go with the Bucks, um, just because they Just because of that defense, and with James Harden struggling, like you said, and with Kyrie Irving out, I don't think that uh, Kevin Durant can have a dominant game like he had in Game 5. Yeah, um, I completely agree with you. I think that the Bucks will win, but I think that if Kevin Durant, if you see him get double-digit assists, I think that the Nets will win the game. Um, he has to be a distributor. He is not normally that. You know, He's a scorer, one of the greatest scorers in the league's history, um, but he has to be a distributor. Get, there's a lot of open shooters. So he's got to pass out of double teams very well, um, but certainly to be an exciting game. That game is tonight. Um, I'm very proud of you if you're listening to this in between uh, that game and when this comes out. Um, we recorded this a little late, but um, you know it's certainly going to be a great game if it's already happened. Um, you know, I hope it was great, but uh, you know it's going to be a battle for the ages, and uh, I know that that crowd in Brooklyn will be quite intense. Uh, but looking ahead. Uh, out west, you got the Jazz and the Clippers. The Clippers win the series 4-2, to two, and it was the story of two great performances in Game 5. It was Paul George, 37 points, 16 rebounds in Game 6, which is coming to be known as the Terrence Mann game, the Kawhi Leonard replacement, scoring 39 points, including 10 points in the first uh, six or so minutes of that game, including shooting 7 or 10 from 3. The Clippers made a lot of history. First time in their franchise history, they're going to the Western Conference Finals, leaving only the Hornets as the only team never to make the conference finals uh, in their uh, respective uh, conference. And uh, they're also the first team to come back from down 0-2 in multiple uh, playoff series. Uh, Sam, after Kawhi Leonard went down, did you expect this to happen at all? Um, I don't know because Paul George looked really good. Um, so I'm going to say yes, I, I still had the Clippers beating the Jazz. Obviously a lot of questions coming in. You know, the Jazz has been great regular season team, a great regular season team for many years. Um, but could not get it done. Rudy Gobert with zero blocks um, in uh, game number six. Um, you know, got a lot of hate on social media, which was well-deserved. Um, but uh, definitely a lot of questions to be answered. You know, I think it's very frustrating. Obviously the Hornets have never enjoyed that type of success, but it's got to be frustrating to see your team be that good in the regular season year in and year out and fail so miserably in the playoffs. Um, but, uh, you know, a great effort from the Clippers. Uh, Steve Ballmer, the owner, just so happy to see his team there. Um, but looking ahead to the Western Conference, final, Conference Finals, you got the Suns without Paul George. Oh, excuse me, the Suns without Chris Paul. The Clippers without Kawhi Leonard, you know, two critical pieces to those teams. And uh, they will both likely not play game one. And so, Sam, uh, who do you think is more important to their team, Chris Paul or Kawhi Leonard? I think that uh, Kawhi Leonard is more important to the Clippers than Paul George is to the Suns, strictly because of Devin Booker. Um, but I, th I, I just don't think that uh, 
the Clippers can stop the Suns without Kawhi Leonard. All right, well, that game one is uh, Sunday, 3.30 on ABC. And uh, that is going to do it for uh, this uh, coverage here. We got the two game sevens coming up this weekend, so make, be sure to watch those. Um, but we'll be in the conference uh, finals uh, when we can hear from us again. And uh, speaking of when you hear us from again, we got great stuff coming up on Tuesday. I, I love, I can't wait, Sam, to talk about uh, the new proposals with the college football playoff. Obviously, you got some big updates in the tennis world, the U.S. Open getting really exciting uh, this weekend. So a lot to talk about on Tuesday, but Sam, any final thoughts before we close close this out? Nope. All right, that is going to do it, and uh, you'll hear us on Tuesday. <laughs>